Welcome to the How'd You Meet podcast, your daily dose of feel-good stories of people finding love in all places. Here's your host, Chris Molina. Welcome to a new episode of the How'd You Meet podcast. My name is Chris Molina, and I am your host for today's episode. Today's guest is Mitch Fallon. His wife's name is Camila. They've been married for one and a half years. They've been together for four and a half years, and they've been living together for three years. They have one kid, two dogs. They reside in Des Moines, Iowa. And fun fact, Mitch visited Brazil, which is where Camila's from, 10 years ago before he even knew she existed and visited the exact same state where she grew up and her family still currently resides in. So Mitch, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Chris. Yeah. And so we're going to jump right in and start with the first question that we always ask. How'd you guys meet? Loveyco.com. Are you a lady listener here on the How'd You Meet podcast? Or are you simply looking for that special gift for your special lady friend? Since Valentine's Day is quickly approaching, we want you to check out loveyco.com. That's L-O-V-E-Y-C-O.com. Loveyco for all the latest fashion and tips. And make sure to use that code BCMG to get 10% off of your order. That's BCMG. B is in boyfriend. C is in cute. M is in married and G as in girlfriend. All this information can be found in the show notes. Now, back to the show. Well, uh, you know, it was uh, the most romantic of ways possible. Uh, a few buddies and myself were out for uh, a few drinks, and uh, we're at a local pub in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And I see Camila and her friend walk in, a little bit of liquid courage, and some coaxing from my buddies I end up talking to her and yeah that was that was really the first time that we met you know we shared a Coors Light and a Blue Moon that if that doesn't scream romance I don't know what does I know I know I know it's it's storybook right (laughs) it's got rom-com written all over it but for real I don't know how much you can remember based on uh, how many uh, beverages you had that (laughs) night but was there anything specific about her that night that uh, you or your buddies were like oh nope that's Mitch Mitch go talk to her well um she man it's gonna sound pretty cheesy but she walked in and like, it kind of like took the air out of the room. Sure. Uh, I still remember what she was wearing. This kind of like crop top shirt and some kind of tight jeans. And I was like, holy smokes. Everyone was like, man, that's, who is that? You know? And she kind of had this uh, little like kind of foreign flair about her. You know what I mean? It kind of tell that she wasn't the uh, typical Midwestern girl. So yeah. Um, yeah, I can still, I, I remember seeing her and her friend walk past the front window yeah. uh, and going into the bar. And thank goodness I went up and talked to her. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned some liquid courage. W- would you say that back then, uh, sober Mitch would have not even taken a shot? I don't know, man. I, I would say it may still have happened. Uh, yeah, I, I fancy myself to be pretty courageous. Sure. But- definitely was a lot more fluid and just you know I was cool you know (laughs) (laughs) you know what I I could totally see like if we had the budget I would probably pay for this but an animation of like what you saw in your mind you being like smooth and slick and then reality of you mm -hmm. like being a little tipsy and walking over there and yeah Camila's like what is this drunk guy talking about (laughs) yeah I really like your ears (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, or something like that. <laughs> but it worked. Yeah. So I guess it, you know, it was a, uh, uh, whether it was a little, you know, drunken stupor or, you know, yeah. just good luck. There you, you go, know, man. It turned oh. out great in my book. <laughs> <laughs> and now when you, when you think about, um, Camila and the things that she does for you in your guys's relationship. What is one thing that uh, that she does that makes you smile and feel warm inside? Well, she puts up with me, <laughs> so I, I have a very strong personality, and I'm always talking, and I never really stop. And she just has this way of being with me and kind of calming me down and holding me together and and putting up with the craziness that is me. And I see that happening. And then when it is kind of happening, I can kind of take, you know, I'm aware of it. And I just, I love that, you know, I love how she grounds me and and kind of holds me together. Yeah. So she balances you. She definitely does. That's amazing. Um, And I, you and I know each other, we're friends and we've been in the same friend group for a, a little bit now, but not yeah. that far back for when you proposed. And I don't know the proposal story. Is there a proposal story? There is a proposal story. Um, I can tell it to you if you like. I, love, I think it's great. Please. So check this out. I had the long con going, man. Yeah. So uh, we lived together for a while. And uh, when we would cuddle on the couch or fall asleep in bed, I'd always take my finger and kind of write on her back. Uh, and I would write in cursive, big letters, small letters, yeah. backwards, or, you know, my rough rendition of another language or just gibberish. Sure. But I would always write, will you marry me? Yeah. On her back. And uh, I just kind of had the sense, you know, that she was going to be, you know, my wife. And so from that day, I would always do that. And she never really knew what it was I was doing or, it, you know, thought it was just a uh, scribble or whatever, just rubbing her back. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, a little while later, it was the day before Thanksgiving. We were in Michigan City, Indiana, mm-hmm. and it was pretty warm outside. So we decided to go for a walk on the beach and we were down there. And my birthday is a few days after Thanksgiving. Got it. So I told her, I said, hey, you know what I would really like uh, for my birthday? And she was like, what? And I said, can you answer that question that uh, I've been writing on your back for the past two years or so? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And I said, well, I've been asking you if you would marry me. And she's like, what? And so then I got down on one knee. and did. That's awesome. So, I mean, you you have made up for the lack of romance in that bar with that whole story. <laughs> That's, that's right, amazing, man. man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did, now, whenever you were doing that, is that something that you just capitalized on because you f- it was like a, a romantic thing that you were doing on her back and you turned it into the proposal story? Or like, what w- was that the plan the entire time? No, that wasn't the plan. Um, I kind of just was doing that. And then uh, when I started to kind of plan the proposal, I was like, okay, so this obviously <laughs> is too good to pass up. I can't not use this thing I've been doing. Yeah. Uh, so I planned that and I knew I was going to do it that day, but it wasn't really, uh, you know, you know, in the, in the works for two years. Yeah. 
That's awesome. I love yeah. that story, man. That is great. It's good stuff, man. It no, really that, is. It's so different because there are a lot of, um, oh, we're in a public place and everybody turned to us and there's like, we were in an intimate place and it was just me and her or me and him. Mm-hmm. And that is so totally unique, man. Thank you for sharing that. That is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I only have two more questions for you. We're, we're sure, kind of rounding, rounding second here. Um, what would you say outside of grounding you and outside of balancing you, what is something that you admire about Camila? Uh, I would say it's her willpower and focus. Um, she is here in Des Moines, Iowa with me without any of her family. Uh, everyone, you know, barring her best friend who lives in Fort Wayne, uh, it's more like a sister, but mom, dad, sisters, brothers, cousins, everybody, they're, they're all in Brazil and her ability to just stay, you know, present here with me and not wish to be there. And, you know, just being a part of life that is happening here Mm -hmm. with them, that's really tough. And she, I really admire her ability to do that. You know, we're, we're able to see my family relatively often eight 10 hour drive as opposed to eight or 10 hour flight sure um so that's i mean i i truly admire that uh, i don't know if she uh, realizes how much i appreciate her going through all of that to just keep our little family here together when she listens to this episode i bet she does she will <laughs> <laughs> i hope so love you baby <laughs> um and no that that is something that i've that has been in a couple of the stories that uh, have been told to me when I interview people about spending time apart because one person didn't want to go somewhere and the other person did. And so I love hearing that compromise and then you appreciating and noticing it because I think that's also something that can be taken taken advantage of. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last question. Okay. When, when you feel like doing something special for her so that she knows that you love her and can feel the love. What's that thing that you do? Mm. So it's going to sound a little weird, but it's, I'm very much a guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm messy. And, you know, I just, I just kind of don't have this self-awareness about everything going on. You know, I'm a big dude. I run in, knock things over and all that, you know, and I will, I'll make a conscious effort to be more aware of myself and really like be clean, make the bed, do the dishes, do not, not that it's not stuff that I don't usually do, but usually she has to ask me to do them. (laughs) So (laughs) I try to, you know, go above and beyond and do just some little things. It's not usually this grand gesture. Um, You know, obviously there's Christmas birthdays, that kind of thing where there's like a gift or something like that, but really it's a combination of a lot of really small things that I try to do and be, you know, just that, that person that's, you know, stuff is taken care of. Yeah. It it sounds like you, you tried to uh, make her life easier. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Well, Mitch, thank you for taking time out of your day to to give us a glimpse into your personal relationship 
with your bride. I really appreciated it, especially that that awesome proposal story. That is so great. I'm going to go play it back a couple of times so I can hear it and feel good and feel warm inside. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. I, I appreciate you thinking of me to be on this. And, uh, uh, you know, I love catching up, man. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd appreciate it if you would do any or all of these three things. Number one, rate and review this podcast. Number two, send this episode to a friend that needs to hear this feel-good story. Or number three, let us know about a friend or a family member that has a how'd you meet story that you think should be on this podcast. You can send us an email at howdyoumeetpodcast at gmail.com or you can DM us on social media at our social media handle at How'd You Meet Podcast. All this information can be found in our show notes. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.